Paint the fucking world. 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 Welcome to Paint the Fucking World Podcast, the mini-sode. I am joined here with my co-host, Nolan, as well as the Panda Pock, one of our business partners. We're going to be discussing art and music today. How are you guys doing? Yeah, all right. Same old, same old. Excellent. It's Thursday. Excellent. Thursday. Uh, well, it might not be Thursday when this is released, but... That's true. Oh, that is true. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be talking about art and music, so I'm going to go ahead and leave the floor to... Let's start with Jeff. The Panda Pock. What does music mean to you as far as art? Uh, that's such a deep question with so many answers to it. You know what I mean? Um, for me, music is a huge part because it sets the tone and sets the mood for what I'm about to do. Um, my process is kind of different than some people. You know, uh, if I go for a drive and I'm listening to music, I'll hit random playlists and things like that. And if something catches my ear and inspires me, usually something will pop in my head, like right away, almost to the point where I wish I wasn't driving and I wish I was at my desk. Um, and then from there, I'm not the kind of person who can keep a song going and then play another song and keep it going. Like if a song hits me just the right way, or I feel that inspiration, that song's on repeat for hours on end until I'm at a stopping point for the night with the piece. Um and it, it, it could be any genre of music. I mean, it can be electronic, it can be metal, um, you know, pop music, things like that. Like it, it just, it just depends on my mood. And, and that's what brings me to the point of putting a pencil on paper. Up. Yeah. I know like music for me, I will end up um, while I'm painting a lot of times the painting i'll end up naming it a song that was stuck in my head while i was painting it so it's very influential into like my process and what i do and i i'm always listening to music when i'm creating it is such an integral part of what i do uh it, it's <laughs> i don't want without the risk of sounding like an asshole i just don't understand how uh the creative process can happen for other people without music. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I'm like genuinely curious about it. like, for me, it's such, like I said, it's such an integral thing in my creation process. Um, I, that might be because I'm a musician. I believe you are as well. Um, mm -hmm. That it's just part of who we are. It's in our DNA. Um, but I, I have heard, like we just talked to Chris Beach last week and he said that, music why he loves to listen to it it doesn't play like a huge part into what he's doing and, and how he's creating uh it just influences me so much mm -hmm. um yeah i think marco you you said like there's a lot of times you'll be painting and things will just completely change gears yeah, yeah i have to actually be careful um but what's really interesting though is uh like jeff was saying um he can listen to a song like and repeat especially if it's something that was influential i can't do that as much just because uh, most of the time if I end up doing that I'll like hate the song by the end of the piece like I'm just like I don't ever want to listen to this thing so um, before I was much much like like how Jeff is I, I had to listen to that same song or, or I would lose it and uh, I've gotten 
I've gotten a little better by uh, with it into like what I do now is uh, if it is a song and it's it's that spe- like specific song that kind of uh, dictated that piece. I'll listen to that song like once or twice, and then I'll throw some other songs either of the same group of the same singer um, or you know uh, that sound kind of similar, just so I don't lose my love or admiration for the for that specific piece and then if i'm losing it again or if like the piece is starting to change gears then i'll throw the song back in and i'll listen to it a couple times uh so i've i've evolved and established a couple different things to combat that because i mean i i I used to hate that i'd i'd listen to the same song over and over again and then i couldn't listen to it and it would be for years man that i couldn't listen to the damn song (laughs) my wife has burnt certain songs out for me well we would go on long road trips it would be like the same song 16 times in a row and i'm like i I now hate this song i it started out liking it but within the last two hours i now hate it so i completely understand that like i have a playlist on my uh echo that i've been adding to for the last six months um and you know it always starts out with the same handful of songs and i never make it through the whole playlist which kind of sucks and I can't just put it on random on there for some reason, but it will like, I'm starting to get burnt out with the songs on, on my playlist because I only hear like the first 25 songs while I'm painting. Cause that's the time I have. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see that when I'm starting to get burnt out on these songs, I, I start to lose my inspiration for making art and I'm not doing it as much. I'll find reasons to not create so for me, like I can't listen to a song over and over and over again while I'm creating because I'll, I'll eventually just completely lose touch of the piece I'm working on. You know, it's interesting because for me, listening to a song on repeat, uh, it, it's kind of an all-in-one situation for me. So my my art is and is and has always been more of a coping mechanism. So if I'm feeling anxious, things like that. Um, you know, art has been something that grounds me because I'm using all my senses, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and, and it grounds me down and the music is, is taking up my hearing. And I put a song on repeat because I'm in a mood at that moment. That song hit me. It inspired me. But I think about it now. And as I'm drawing the first two or three playthroughs of that song, I'm hearing it and I'm going, but past that second or third time really all it's doing is just taking up my sensories when it comes to hearing so i i'm not even really hearing the song anymore because all of my attention is now into the piece that i'm working on so me i don't really get burnt out on the song like i have a playlist and i can i can hit any of those songs regardless of the hours that i've listened to them it's it's all based on how i'm feeling at the moment and then when I'm starting to feel a certain way and I feel like I need some inspiration or something, I throw on some music. And as soon as that one song catches me, that's, I just start drilling away, you know, whether it's painting, sketching, um, coloring in a piece that I'd been working on. So, you know, it's, it's, it's odd. I know it burns people out to listen to a song, but it's, it's almost odd for me because I forget about it. I forget that yeah. the song I've been playing. I forget that I have headphones on. You know, I zone out to the point where, you know, sometimes my girls have to tap me on the shoulder just to get my attention. <laughs> sure. You know? And the worst part is it's always when I'm inking something. 
that they tap me on the shoulder, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm inking right now. What do you need? I'm sorry. What's up? <laughs> so it's really interesting that you actually uh, – I, I completely understand that, like 100%. Um, where you're talking about, like, uh, your, your senses being taken up, the, the uh, just the anxiety, like what you're feeling and stuff. I get that because um, sometimes when I'm listening to music, uh, and I'm I'm doing a piece or something. I actually have to shut the music off. Like there's been times where I I have my headphones on, and there's like a, a silent moment because uh, sometimes I'm not really like focusing on what I'm playing, and that's the reason why I got you know, like I say I got to be careful so uh, subconsciously and stuff. But sometimes there is that moment where YouTube or whatever is like, hey, you still there? And it stop it pauses until you go over there and you know push play. But that moment of silence actually helps me because. I notice that I'm getting overstimulated and mm -hmm. I'm not paying attention to my piece anymore. And I look at it and it's like, like you said, almost like a, like clarity. I look at it and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm actually really, really thankful for this moment of silence right now because then I can go back to my piece, look at it and then dictate, okay, I need to try this next, but I'll actually stay in that silence for, for some time until I decide all right, I'm gonna go back to my sublime or whatever the hell I was listening to, right? And um, and then I'll and I'll continue. But the whole stimulated or keeping your senses stimulated, I, I get that 100%. Music will definitely do that, and especially subconsciously, uh, with me to the point where I gotta stop it sometimes. Music for me, uh, in regards to like my artwork and and how it affects me is when I come out to do work and I turn the music on, no matter what kind of a mood I'm in, I, you know, a lot of times I'll come out to my studio cause I'm pissed off at something. My kid's driving me crazy. My wife's driving me crazy. The dog's driving me crazy. So I just, <laughs> I need to escape for a little while. I love all three of them, but they drive me crazy at times, but right. you know, I'll put music on and completely lose myself in a different world. Like it, it transforms transports me into a different space and i get it doesn't really matter what i'm listening to per se but it just takes me into a whole new headspace so i can like create um and, and it's just, it's so interesting like i decompress so quick with you know when i'm listening to something and and i start to the creation process and a lot of times like i'll, I'll put on music and then i will just like be feeling the music and then choose a color based on what I'm feeling at that time. And then I'll start there and just make a mess and fucking scrape it off. And, and, you know, with my process for my paintings, it's, it's this, it's kind of a dance with the music and the paints. And since I'm, I'm at my studio, I'm constantly moving around and I, I can take a step back from what I'm doing and really analyze it from a distance where I know some people like Jeff, you know, you sit at your desk and draw or uh, Marco, you don't have like the, the big space that I do, but you know, with, and I don't even have that big of a space, but I'm able to step back like 10, 12 feet from my piece and really take a step back and look at it and, and feel the music and zone in on what it, what I'm doing and then go from there. So it's this, like I said, it's this dance that I, I have with, you know, the music that's going on and the creation process and, 
it's a very intimate thing. That's why you don't see me live painting a lot. It's because my whole process with the music that's going on in, you know, I'm usually singing along to the music and, and I have this, I, it's hard for me to like actually live paint because of that. Like it's a, it's a deeply intimate process for me when it comes to my creation and music is like at least 50% of that process. Like it, it really, really influences and dictates what I'm going to make. And it relaxes and calms me to the point where I can, or, you know, angers me or gets my heart racing, depending on what I'm listening to. Um, so it's, it's interesting how much it affects me as a person and as an artist. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's odd because <clears throat> Aside from like some of my like comic book style art and things like that that I've always grown up doing, my more inspired art that I just recently started sharing on social media in the last year and a half, two years, I've never really shared that type of art. It's always been like the comic book genre, you know, and sure. hung out with a lot of our, um, you know, I, I my one of my good friends owned a comic book shop. We would go to conventions, things like that. Like it was a scene I was very into. Um, still am in certain ways. Um, but my my inspirational art, as I call it, where it's more intimate and more inspired within question with questions in my mind, um, a lot of it spans from just listening to music. You know, like I can I'll have some, you know, classical style, almost cathedral style music playing randomly, right. you know, and it just starts to make me think of different things and questions and themes and uh you know one of my more popular pieces that i did was my my um virgin mary the pink virgin mary she has an eye in her throat and you know the the um skull the goat skull in in the picture and everything like that and it's like you know the music i'm listening to it will spark a memory for me in some way shape or form you know, and that memory could be me being young, growing up, going to church, you know, and the representations uh, that I was taught in church compared to the now popular opinion in the church that's vastly different than what I grew up being taught, you know, sure. and, and just how things have changed. And I'm not bashing one way or another, but it creates questions in my mind, right? And so, right. you know, you start to juggle with the the levels of hypocrisy that you can see or, or that you've witnessed or, you know, the dualities, um, you know, in life in general, things like that. And when, when I get hit with that kind of a thought, I literally at that moment, like, even if I'm driving around, I immediately pull a U-turn beeline home. And then I go <laughs> put my headphones on, put that song back on. I sit down and then, you know, five, six, seven hours later, because usually it's six, seven o'clock at night and I don't finish till one or two in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that piece yeah. to fruition. And, and I think the biggest problem that I have as an artist is my level of patience because I know I can't paint or I can't draw for 25 hours straight. And there's no way I'm going to finish this piece in four hours. Right. You know, so I'll push and push and push to the point where I'm like, okay, I got to stop. 
I got to go to sleep. Like I've got responsibilities. I got three girls that I got to wake up in the morning and, and be ready for, you know, and um, I want to rush it, but I don't. And I take that time. And it's funny because that song may not feel the same tomorrow as yeah. it did last night. Yeah. But, but again, that's the whole thing with me. Like I don't get burned out on songs. Like I'll just put that playlist on shuffle and after two, three, four songs, all of a sudden something may hit me and I'm like, boom, that's it. And then I just hit that yeah. repeat button. And that's, that's, the song that I, that's the song that I drill into. I don't know what it is, but it literally, like some music will just spark. You know what I mean? Like, you, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced it, but there are songs that if I listen to it, like I'll get teary eyed. I don't know why, mm -hmm. it's just the emotion that draws out in me. And, and I just utilize that emotion to put on paper whatever I feel at that moment. So have Absolutely. you ever listened to a song and you get goosebumps, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Um, I actually learned that uh, there's a small percentage of people can do that. It's not like a common thing. And um, my buddy, we used to have a band together. He is the one that explained it to me because he always found it fascinating that mm -hmm. I would do that. Like. Um, I, I know this is going to sound kind of weird to say a little modern or whatever, but um, Avisi, I'm pretty sure, is the one um, that did like that mashup with that um, was like kind of like a country isk song with his mm -hmm. techno y background, right? The first time I heard that, and I hadn't had this hadn't happened to me in such a long time, but the first time I heard that, my buddy showed me the song. He's like, dude, you got to listen to the song. And I was listening to it, and I, it just started, and I just like got full of emotions i got goosebumps i it was it was really weird man and um it was it was really really cool like i love feeling that but i hadn't felt that in such a long time so that that song brought it back and i just listened to that song like all freaking week just feeling that that crazy emotion it's like a weight on your back it's up on your chest and like you said you get kind of like teary-eyed just because of how it moved you but no i feel that i feel that 100 percent, man do you guys ever go through like phases where a particular band is hitting you so hard that it's the only thing you listen to? Like right now, um, <laughs> Papa Roach is on, on TikTok. And I was like, man, I haven't listened to Papa Roach in forever. Their music has always resonated with me with, uh, you know, when it, the time it came out, there was something that was happening in my life that kind of, they helped me get through in one way, shape or form. So, um, I had started listening to some of their newer stuff and I was like, fuck, this really hits. And right now I'm like on a huge Papa Roach kick. Like I'll walk out and I'll turn my echo on and I'll just be listening to Papa Roach while I'm painting. But before that, you know, I was listening to uh, Falling Reverse or No Effects. Uh, and then it's like, this is the only thing I listened to for like two or three months. You know, there's, of course, there's a couple times in there where I'm listening to something else. But for the most part, I like, I will fixate on a band while I'm, I'm painting not necessarily a single song, but like a singular band. Um, I mean, do you go through phases like that in your life? I, I have two bands that I prevalently uh, and routinely switch between um, that I will listen to all albums available and it'll be that only that band for like a good couple weeks easily. <laughs> and that's uh, Thrice is one of them. Um, I've loved thrice since I was freaking 17 years old, 16 years old. Um, 
and uh, uh, Architects. Architects is another band that I just recently discovered from my brother and sister-in-law because um, they know how huge of a Thrice fan I am. And we went up to I went up to Washington a few months ago to visit my brother, and uh, we went to a Thrice show. And while we were driving to the show, they're like, "Dude, I got to show you this band. I think you're gonna love it." And they showed me Architects, and one song was all I needed. I was like, oh, I'm sold. And then as soon as I got home, it was like a month and a half straight of just nothing but listening to Architects. Back to front, front to back, drawing, driving, anything I was doing where music was playing, it was Architects for like a good month and a half. So yes, I totally, totally relate to that. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are talking about like, um, there's... So there's moments in my life that I know, uh, and it with me it's not really bands. It's it's almost like genres of music. I've gone through phases, right? As you as you were saying, um, like in high school, actually middle school, it was probably more like the pop punk. I got really into pop punk when I was in middle school. So like Green Day, um, is probably the most prevalent one right there. But then I also was listening to like Smash Mouth and like uh, Sugar Cult and stuff in middle school. Dude, Sugar Cult was great. <laughs> Yeah, right. Don't even play. If you don't like Sugar Cult, if you are our age and don't like Sugar Cult, there is something wrong with you. That band was great. I have all of their albums. It's like the guilty pleasure, Good Charlotte. Dude, exactly. Dude. There's no guilty. I have no shame about liking Sugar Cult. Yeah, I'm bouncing off laughing. the walls again. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely still blast Sugar Cult. I feel like they're one of those like. That got outshined by Good Charlotte, Blink One Eighty Two, and all that. Like they're still in there, but so that's middle school, high I just school. Added Sugar Cult to my playlist recently, so uh, it is on my art playlist. So yeah, <laughs> they're they're on my YouTube man every now and then. I think it's Static Age was the name of the album with uh, yeah, about it's the. All three it's all what was it? I listen to all three of them. Oh, you listen to all three of them. Um. So yeah, like okay. So that was my middle school. High school was more my, you know, my rebellious when I had all my angst and stuff. So I hit a lot of uh, No Effects was really big in there. Bad Religion. I listened to all that when I was younger, but secretly, my mom was very, very, or is very religious. There's a lot of stuff I couldn't listen to, and uh, because of my cousins, I was able to. Um, but then I got really into uh, my cousin introduced me to like Corn and Slipknot, and Avenged Sevenfold, and stuff, and I really, really got into that hard, and it wasn't, like, it wasn't because of the violent sounds, it was just, like, what Avenged Sevenfold was doing, in my opinion, was very melodic metal, and I, I just never really, I wasn't into that genre, so I didn't really listen to any of that stuff, and it really, really got, I was like, this is beautiful, this sounds like the guy's voice, like, it was, it was just amazing, um, and then I just go through crazy phases, man. The last one I think I got into was real folky. Um, I was, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of those like subscriptions where you get like three vinyls, mystery sure. vinyls, like 20, 30 bucks or whatever a month. Well, they sent me one, uh, my first pack, and they sent me, I, first of all, I liked every single one of those packs. I, I don't I can't think of a single album that they sent me. I was like, this is trash. Why the hell did they send me? But they were all different genres. I got really, really into slow, like mellow sounding folk music thanks to that company. I was like, dude, this is this is bomb. And then uh I got really into soul. 
So I went back into like soul music, started listening to a lot of Seal and uh, like Motown stuff. Right, right. You, you like, can't go wrong with Seal. Like right? I'm not right now. Best of <laughs> album. Uh, that you know, Seal is forever ruined for me Top because tier. of Joel Schumacher's Batman. Because of Batman, come oh, on, you kids play a real. That is what beautiful introduced song. me to Seal. <laughs> is Kiss from a Rose. All right, <laughs> I, I'll give you that, but it like every time I hear that song. It's just like trauma because those Batmans were so terrible. I mean, I could grab my guitar and play the acoustic version for you right now. <laughs> I have no doubt you can do that. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, last night as I was laying in bed, not being able to sleep, I was listening to YouTube and I kind of went down the fucking rabbit hole for like yeah. five hours. And I like revisited music that I hadn't listened to in years. And it was kind of cool to be able to go back and listen to this. Like, fuck, man, I loved this song when I when it came out. Time you know? Yeah, and it just kind of it like, you know, it's fucking four o'clock in the morning, and I wanted to get up and go paint. And I thought that was interesting. Like, you know, I'm like, no, I can't because I'm, I'm tired. But I really wanted to get up and go paint because the music I was listening to, and I'm like, oh man. Uh, I'm gonna start like kind of revisiting different. Oh yeah, <laughs> what is that? I can't blues, tra blues travelers. Oh dude, blues travelers, great. I, I I literally when you said I just went down a rabbit hole of songs I used to listen to, dude. I hit a whole nostalgia early would to you say, playlist. Would you, would you say the hook brings you back? <laughs> right. <laughs> The, the dad jokes are strong. The yes, strong. Marco's over there. I don't get it. <laughs> no. I gotta I, now. Now I got something I gotta listen to, man. Yeah, but you and I. You've never heard Blue Traveler? You've never heard it. I don't think I, it sounds familiar. It's but I with the harmonica. I can't pinpoint any of the any of the songs or any of the sounds in my head, man. So I'm probably I'm gonna go on a limb and say I probably haven't heard it. However, I'm I gonna go on a limb and say you have heard it. You just don't know it. Probably. Yeah. Well, we are closing in on, uh, you know, a half hour on this. We want to make these shorties, but uh, I think that was a great conversation about art and music. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I would. There is actually a question I'd like to add to it, but I don't know if we have enough time for it. Do it. Add it. This is our podcast. I want to know I want to know what kind of weird genres you guys have. We all listen to rock, right? Rap, country whatever but i want to know what kind of sub weird sub genres you guys have or you're wanting to pull skeletons out of the closet then huh <laughs> well tyler you know you know me you know how i am my i'm like an encyclopedia i got like all kinds of weird stuff i listen to all kinds of weird stuff but i i want to know if 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 you guys are as open to music or as open to to sounds as i am so i don't even know if i'm really open i just i just listen to a lot of stuff i um, I guess I listen to a lot of Halloween themed rock and roll metal stuff that, you know, I know a lot of people like, like, or know Wednesday 13 and the murder dolls because of Joey Jordanson and things like that. So I'm, I really like, like I have a Wednesday 13 tattoo. Um, but like, there's also these like sub genres within the, 
the Halloween type music that I really enjoy as well. And some of them are kind of techno-y and kind of off the wall. And nice. Um, so I, I listen to a lot of that stuff, but I, I guess I, I'm kind of vanilla when it comes to my music. Like I, I'm a huge punk rock fan and I know there's a lot of sub subgenres of punk, but there's a lot. Of I, I listen to so much music that it's hard for me to say, this is my, this is my one skeleton out of the closet that I'm going to give you. But I, I would say Halloween themed music, um, and I don't know if you've ever heard Wednesday 13, um, but most of his songs are all based around like horror movies or a Halloween or horror themed aspects. So I really enjoy his work. Um, you know, he, he, his first band that he put out was Frankenstein Drag Queens from Hell. And then he went to Wednesday 13 and then he was in the Murder Dolls with Joey Jordanson from Slipknot and all three of those bands I I love their entire catalog because it's just dark and spooky he he take take a Rob Zombie for example but kind of exacerbate that more into the Halloween universe so okay I guess that's that that is for me so I have two playlists that are out of the norm when it comes to the type of music. And one of them, I had to look it up because I'm like, what did I call that playlist? <clears throat> one of them is, is, is like a gothic ambience. So it's uh, a lot of like melodic orchestral piano style music, but with a very gothic feel, kind of a dark overtone. Um, I really like that playlist. I'll put it on especially when it's super late at night, I can't sleep. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go take up some time and, and put some pencil to paper. Um, I use that one. And then I have another one <clears throat> that's pretty funny. It's a, it's a playlist from P.F. Chang's, actually. Wow. Wow. So it's, it's very Eastern Asian influenced uh, style music mixed with like a little bit of a hip hop beat. Um, a lot instrumental. Of, yeah, instrumental. There's okay. some. There's some. There's some lyrical. Um, P.F. Chang's has their own playlist. Yeah, I. You know, it's funny. I I brought my 14 year old daughter out for a night just to go to dinner, and uh, we went to P.F. Chang's, and I was listening to the music, and I asked the waiter, and I was like, "Hey, what are you guys playing?" And and uh, he came back a little bit later and he's like, it's actually a Spotify playlist. And he showed me and I was like, hell yeah. So I brought it up, bookmarked it. That's hilarious. I rock that playlist. There's all sorts of, of artists on that playlist that they have. And it's um, very Asian influenced sounds mixed with like hip hop beats. And I mean, it's not quite like some people describe like the samurai trap music it's not quite at that hardcore is that, thing? Yeah, that is a thing oh, yeah it's totally a thing it's badass i i like a lot of that too samurai trap music yeah okay i had no clue check it out it's 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 there <laughs> marco so you asked this question what is your crazy subgenre that you have hidden in your closet that nobody knows about Oh man. Um, well, it kind of helps that n nobody really hangs out with me. So 
the only person that would actually know my craziness is my buddy Jonathan back home. I've been friends with him since I was like eight years old. And he, surprisingly, he's actually been a big influence in my um, opening of like the music genre. Because like, to be honest, man, back in high school, I was kind of like one of those like uh, punk gatekeepers where I'm like, you're not real. You're, you're not a true punk. You know, I was such a, I was an ass dude for real. Wow. And I was very, what I call musically ignorant in high school. Um, and then you grow out of it, you know, like he's my, my cousin and my buddy started uh, showing me a bunch of different things. So I am so open now, dude. I listen to like um, Jeff had mentioned some um, gothic melodic orchestra, like uh, almost like um, opera style music. I listen to that. I got a lot of classical um, I have a lot of modern classical versus, you know, like uh, the older well-known stuff. I have um, smooth jazz, modern jazz. Um, but I think the one of the weirdest things that I listen to openly and actually enjoy it is like German polka. I, I love it. Um, uh, Russian I, folk music is amazing. German polka. Okay. Well, <laughs> there is your skeleton out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and everything in between, man. All right, well, we are running longer than we wanted, to be, uh, wanted this to be, so uh, we're going to close this out with what is one song that you would recommend the artist listening to this to check out? I should have took notes. You should have asked me this before. Well, that that would be no fun. I, I'm, I'm bad with names, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go ahead and say one of the one of the songs that hits for me. Um, there's two, but I'm only gonna list one. Is "Everyone Is on Drugs" by Falling Reverse that Corey Taylor is featured in. Corey Taylor's voice always inspires me, and I really like Ronnie Radke's voice as well. So that one really gets me motivated and pumped. Is the first song on my playlist. So that's my my choice that I think artists should listen to. Hmm. Nice. Um, I'm going to say two. Um, honestly, any Architects video or any Architects song is going to work. Doomsday is a great song. Um, and also, not in the genre of that, but um, Cannon's Fire For You is an awesome kind of synthwave style um little poppy but it, it's 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 a really cool song it's a really cool band synthwave is another one that i really like just that that ode to the 80s style synthetic you know um pop kind of music yeah sure and i i, I think i saw marco over there cheating <clears throat> i had to i knew exactly what song just because it's a recent song that hit really hard and I had to find the name of the songs. I know the group. The group is Days and Days. Uh, Days as in D-A-Y-S. And then Days as in like I'm Days, D-A-Z-E, right? But the name of the song is Misanthropic Drunken Loner. Um, very. <laughs> yeah, I had to look it up. Uh, it's it's like a folk punk band. Um, but they're very like what we would consider a gutter punk. I don't know if you guys remember. There's okay. not only... A a different genre of music, but also different genre of punk, I guess. <laughs> sure. But definitely like that. But their sound is super good. Um, uh, it, it it hit me really good. There's, they're kind of like 
they're just folky, man. They got a washboard, an acoustic guitar. The music video is them sneaking up on a roof just to have a little, a little, um, uh, like, sesh, you know, a little play sesh. Nice. Good song, good video. Any, uh, any Massive Attack album as well. Okay. All right. Well, since you guys, you know, I'm going to say Six Years on Dope by No Effects is another song that really hits for me. The intro to that song is fucking gets me so pumped up. <laughs> and it's one of the few songs that um, Melvin does most of the singing in. Yeah. So, but we're going to close this out. Thank you to everybody who's listened this far for us rambling on about art and music. Thank you to Jeff the Panda Pock for hanging out with us. And as always, paint the fucking world. And stay rebellious.